Hello everyone, praise King Jesus. Um, today we are asking ourselves a question and I will leave it open for you to answer it. Where are you fellowshipping from? It's one thing to do the right thing at the right time, but in the wrong place. Meaning, you may be having a thirst for God. And yeah, you do go you do go to church on Sunday. But then you're in a wrong place because this person is not actually sent from God. Meaning whatever that is giving him his source of power is what you're actually serving or seeking for. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 1. It says, If a prophet or one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a sign or wonder, and if the sign or wonder spoken of takes place, and the prophet says, Let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them. You must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. So, it's very possible. You know, people get so amused when pastors foretell things and perform miracles. Let me tell you something. The devil also has power, some power. He does not equate to God, but he does have some power. And people can actually seek him and get that power. Oh, yes, they can. Because even witch doctors hold fasts. They do have some power. But then the Lord says that that isn't what, that shouldn't be the measure for you to tell whether this prophet is from God or not. He says, you will see them by the fruits that they bear. Okay? Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry. Okay. So oftentimes, what makes us fall into the hand of false prophets is because we are desperate for things, material things. We are desperate for money. We are desperate for jobs. And these people have no choice but to make you their prey. Because that's where your biggest interest lies. But then, think about it. What would have been the purpose of salvation if even which doctors can give us money? Because they do. People sacrifice children and they end up becoming billionaires overnight. That's why the Bible tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave us his only son. And in him shall not perish. He doesn't say that whoever believes in him will get a cow or a house. He had a reason for not saying that. It's because the priority was eternal life. All those other things, even the people of the world have them. So, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9. It says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with, immoral, with sexually immoral people. Not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral, or the greedy and swindlers, or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. So he's saying, I wrote to you not to associate with people who are unrighteous, but I do not basically mean maybe witch doctors or 
because I've ever talked about them. Or, you know, drunkards. Because that would mean you have to leave this world. But now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister. He means a believer. But is sexually immoral or greedy or idolaterer or slanderer, a drunkard or swindler. Do not even eat with such people. So to him it's even more detestable if someone is claiming to be a believer. But then he still does any of these things. The other people, if it is plain that that one is a witch doctor, yes, it is okay. You will know that when he says that at this time I'm going here and here, you know where your boundaries must cross. If it's just business you're doing with them, you will know. If it's a drunkard, you will only go to them for purposefully that. But if this one claims to be a brother or a sister, the disadvantage is that they're going to tell you, ah you can be a modern christian you can do this it's okay to do this they're going to mislead you because you know you're going to look at them and be like oh so and so does this so it's okay he says stay away from such people you rather have someone that you know it's plain they are a drunkard period and when you know that this time it's time for them to drink you take off first corinthians chapter 10 verse 23 it says i have the right to do anything you say but not everything is beneficial i have the right to do anything but not everything is constructive no one should seek their own good but the good of others you know for us born again we don't have actually those particular particular rules that when you're coming to church you have to dress like this like our brothers the muslims the I mean our sisters, the Muslims. Kwegamba, we don't have those specific rules. We don't have specific rules that you shouldn't eat this animal or that. But then it says, I have the right to do anything you say. But not everything is beneficial. You should learn to discern and say that, yes, not everything is beneficial. The thing that confuses us is the message of grace. What does it say? In Jude chapter 1 verse 4 says, For certain individuals who, whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license to immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. So there are some people who say, ah, we are in a generation of grace. The Lord paid it all up for us so we can do anything. So you don't really have to fast. You don't, Jesus did it for you. He finished it. My friend, God paid what you couldn't pay. He knew you wouldn't go to the cross. Then what's the purpose of salvation if you can live your life like someone who is not born again? There is a reason why the word is born again. There are things you're supposed to let go of. There, there must be a difference between you and someone of the world. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 1 says, But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them bringing swift destruction on themselves many will follow their depraved con conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute 
learning other English here is too much. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. So, the Bible is showing us that it's not something new that false prophets are going to be there. Actually, it says in the last days, there will be people who will have a form of religion but deny its real value. They will deny what actually religion is. They will compromise. But brother and sister, I want to tell you one thing. God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And the Bible says he lifts up his word above his name. He does not compromise when he says that, let me say that sexually immoral will not inherit the kingdom of God. He means exactly that. He cannot be untrue to himself. He doesn't take back his word. If he says that liars, cowards, perverts, those who are obscene will not inherit the kingdom of God, he means exactly that. You wait on judgment day. And then 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3 says, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. They won't have to, they will no longer want to hear the message of righteousness. But then it has said, seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. But people will reach a point and they don't want to hear that. They want to hear the message of prosperity. And that is it. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. So sometimes it's us even actually who bring these pastors problems. Because you don't want to hear righteousness. You don't want to hear them condemn you or tell you this is right, this is wrong. You want to hear someone who is going to just be saying... You receive in Jesus' mighty name. You don't want to hear someone who is going to tell you, study your Bible every day. Find time to fast. Find time to pray. You don't want to hear that. So sometimes these pastors have no choice but to preach what your itching ears want to hear. And surprisingly, some of them be called by God, but they just get lost. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 says here is a trustworthy saying whoever aspires to be an overseer desire desires a noble task now the overseer is to be above reproach faithful to his wife temperate self-controlled respectable hospitable able to teach not given to drunkenness not violent but gentle not quarrelsome not a lover of money so there are pastors who actually even preach on the pulpit it says you will see them by their fruits it is very possible for pastors to stand at the pulpit and talk about the holy spirit and talk about the fruits of the spirit but if there is no power in the church that can enable people to forgive their enemies if if there is no that grace that can push you to have a personal relationship with the holy spirit anyone can talk about the holy spirit but it's one different thing to have a real working relationship with the spirit of god if they do not offer you that then you should question where you're fellowshipping from thank you so much for listening share this audio with a friend you may save someone from actually unknowingly going to hell because they are in a wrong place but with the right motives when they actually love god and they are actually thinking they are serving god kumbe they are serving the kingdom of the of the devil these things are
a bit tricky, but I pray that the Spirit of God may open your eyes and you may be able to discern where and where not to go. Stay blessed.